On today's Into Your Head podcast number 679, Applying Retail Management Practices to Spinsters, How Eminem Composes Lyrics About Murder, Monkey Nuts in the News, Self-Inflicted Tongue Injuries, Blues Brothers vs Reservoir Dogs, Listener Correspondence, An Easier Way to Turn Water into Wine, Bob Geldof's Chicken Policies, and lots more. Hello. Join me at a tremendously exciting moment. It's into your head, number 679. We've a lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to. Issues that need to be addressed. Topics. Oh, topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. We're positively booming to the seams with topics. We've got topics coming out of this. Uh, Topics coming out of this. Uh, No, there's no topics coming out of that. Don't be fucking ridiculous. That's uh, that's a fucking uh, piece of shit. You don't get topics coming out of a piece of shit. Man, not topics that would be suitable for this program anyway. Uh, This respectable news and current affairs debate forum. Uh, No, no. I mean, none of that crap on this piece of crap. Uh, This may well be a piece of crap, uh, but it's not that type of piece of crap. And it's certainly not a discussion forum for pieces of crap that are lying around on my desk. A piece of crap such as, for example, uh, this squashed up empty little bottle of freeway uh, so-called orange drink. It's so... Well, technically it's orangey, I suppose. But there's as much orange in this now as there is in this freaking cat love pupper over here. Uh, That's looking a bit the worst for wear, being true. Oh, it's been through the laundry a few times now because I've used it as an emergency beer mop-up uh, item. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Is there anything wrong with having an emergency beer wipe-up uh, glove puppet cat on hand in your uh, study? Well, I suppose the fact that it's in my study uh, indicates a problem. But no, no, I just happened to... Ah, you know, I was more coffee anyway than beer that I was mopping up. Because there's more to life than pouring beer down your greedy gullet like there's no tomorrow. You should be pouring... Uh, oh, you should be pouring coffee down your greedy gullet like there's a today ahead of you that you have to prepare for and be as productive as possible during... And that's what we're about today. We're about being productive. Uh, it's the first recording in over a week. I had a cold and other things. had other things to deal with. Uh, items that needed to be attended to. Issues that need to be addressed. Uh, but no, I'm back now. I'm back here. I'm back here sitting at my computer. Uh, is that hissing going on there? I don't know. We turn this a bit. Uh, no, it's still there. There's hissing in my ear. And it's coming from me. Uh, which is basically the equivalent of me putting my own tongue into my ear and jamming it in there. Uh, you'll probably injure yourself doing that. You injure... Well, ironically, you probably wouldn't injure your ear, you just injure your tongue. Uh, so for one of the few instances where a weapon uh, injures itself rather than the thing that it's attacking, uh, not that sticking your tongue in your own ear is attacking yourself, no, no. Uh, it's uh, attacking, well, it's a self-inflicted wound on your tongue. Uh, rather When you're trying to do a self-inflicted something or other on your ear, instead you're doing a self-inflicted wound on your tongue, which is probably not the desired outcome. That's the, anyway, hello, and 
welcome to the show. Have some listener correspondence that needs to be dealt with. Uh, this is from Ernest, a regular listener, Ernest. Uh, I don't know if that's his real name. Uh, if it's not, it will be ironic because he's claiming to be Ernest, but he's being non-Ernest. Although is that what Ernest means? Does Ernest mean being being genuine and real? Well, just because he's using a fake name doesn't mean he's not uh, Ernest and real. It just means he's not Ernest because uh, Ernest isn't his name. He's Ernest by uh, nature, maybe, but certainly not by name. Although maybe he is. Oh no, it's none of my business. You're allowed to use fake names or real names or whatever you like in this world. Uh, if the Pope can do like the Pope, uh, ironically, the minute he's confirmed as Pope, the first thing he does is changes his name to a fake one. He becomes, oh, he goes from being uh, John Pils- Piswanker to uh, Pope, uh, oh, I don't know, Pope Freddy the 15th, whatever, whatever saint or whatever he chooses to be named after. And he becomes ironically, because uh, at the time when he switches over to being, uh, what's that thing they call it, where everything he says is right, uh, you know the thing uh, no, and straight away he starts using a fake identity anyway, uh, Ernest I uh, put out a call recently for uh, topic requests and all the rest of it, and Ernest replies, uh, cats as head of state on next episode please and a peaceful world cats are good with geopolitics uh, so I have to figure out this uh, this is rather cryptic Maybe it's a maybe it's a crossword puzzle, and he's going to send me one a week for the next year. How uh, well, I don't have a grid to apply this to. Do I have to? Uh, do I have to draw? I'll figure it out as I go along. Maybe I'm supposed to draw my own grid first based on these clues that he's sending me. I have to figure out the shape of the crossword grid and draw it. And then eventually, because there's no uh, six down, eight across on this. So this is maybe this is the first clue as to the shape of the crossword puzzle grid that I have to construct uh, using, presumably using my boy row. Or maybe I can do it in Excel. Can I? Can I change the, can I change the squares in Excel so they're proper squares rather than oblong rectangles and uh, make a realistic crossword. I don't know. Anyway, cats as head of state on next episode, please. Well, head of state has a different meaning in different countries. I don't know if you people realize. Here in Ireland, the head of state uh, is the president and the head of government is the Taoiseach. Uh, translated means uh, prime minister. Uh, over here there in America land where most of you people are, your head of state is their president uh, he's also he's also the fellow who does stuff I don't really understand how and then you have the head of state is the queen in England now I think Ernest is in England so his head of state would be the queen and his head of government would be the prime minister hi your man the fellow uh, the fellow who's the prime minister in England at the moment the fellow with the tie and the boring suit the youngish fellow who nobody can ever remember the name of uh, they have a coalition government with him and another fella from another party who looks exactly like him. It's like having a country run by the frigging uh, oh, the people out of that movie with the singing and the stuff. Oh, what's that movie? Everybody needs somebody to love. Something something. That's, you know, that movie with the song with the, ah, uh, you know. Not Reservoir Dogs, but they look a bit like them. They're dressed up in toys and stuff, uh, except they're singing. Unlike Reservoir Dogs, they're singing. Reservoir Dogs has cool music 
music in it and it has people dressed like that when the suits and black suits and toys and stuff and the sunglasses uh, but it's not to be confused with that other movie which I'm thinking of where they go everybody needs somebody to love is it John Belushi yeah someone like that you know the same thing and, and there was they made a new version and there was called something to what the fucking hell they called the new version something 2000 I uh, can't remember the name of the fucking movie hold on uh, movie. Let's do a Google search for it. As I don't want to be made looking look like an idiot. As soon as I publish this, someone writes in and says, "Here's the name of the movie you were talking about." No, I'll find it out now. Uh, let's see. Movie. Everybody needs somebody to love. Uh, hold on a minute. Blues Brothers, there you go, the Blues Brothers. You can see now how I was confusing that with Reservoir Dogs, because it's got a lot of similarities, although it does have some major differences. Uh, anyway, why did that come up? I don't know. Oh yes, the uh, Prime Minister of England and his coalition partner, the leader of the smaller party in the coalition, they both look a bit like Blues Brothers. Uh, they dress in uh, you accidentally in uniform, and I don't know which is which when I see them. Uh, uh, anyways, I suppose that's a good thing for a coalition government with two parties. If they're very similar, that means they're... Because they're both uh, from uh, left-of-field politics, if I remember. Oh, no, they're not. One of them is conservative and the other is liberal de Democrats, which means they're pretty much the complete opposite of each other. Is that David Miliband? Ah, whoever. Whoever the hell it is. Uh, anyway, uh, I hope that answers your question, Ernest, and thank you very much. Oh, there's a second part, he says, and a peaceful world. Cats are good with geopolitics. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, why wouldn't cats are good with everything? Cats are good with uh, chips on the plate. Uh, they'll eat up the. You have to. You get a fork out and you mash. I mashed up some chips about it. That is a weird coincidence. Earlier today, I had some. I cut some chips a few days ago. Some potato chips with an intention of making them into uh, chips uh, in the fryer. But then I realised today I need. To make mashed potato, so I put the I put the uncooked chips into steamer and cooked them and then mashed them. So I turned I turned chips into mashed potato in a similar way to way to the way Jesus turned water into wine or wine into I don't know. A wine has water in it, so you only need to turn part of the water into wine uh, and then leave the rest as water, because there's water in wine. Uh, you could basically make, uh, use some of the water and turn that into dehydrated wine powder and then just add in the rest of the water and then you're fine. It's not a big as, as big a miracle as everyone thinks it is. That's why uh, every freaking little local two-bit church is able to do it every Sunday at Mass. It's a lot easier than you think. Anyway, Thank you, Ernest. On with the show. Two foreigners walk into a Tesco. One of the foreigners goes straight up to the bar counter and says, "Hello, can I have a pint of your of your uh, oh, can I have a pint of your finest uh, emergency luggage to replace my lost temporarily lost luggage, uh, please?" And the man behind the bar says, uh, "Certainly, sir. Uh, do you have a Tesco club card?" And the oh, the foreigner says, uh, "No. Uh, can I use his?" And the man behind the bar says, "Well, you don't have." 
to have a Tesco, uh, a Tesco club card. It's just that the, there are benefits for the owner of the card if you use it during a transaction. And the foreigner says, oh, that's fine, whatever. I couldn't give a crap. It's the least of my worries at the moment, getting club card points uh, for some non-foreigner. Can I export club card points or will I get held up at customs? Is it like NyQuil or something? And the man behind the bar says, I don't know. Uh, quite frankly, uh, I do, I'm nothing to do with any of that. I'm a barman. I don't know why you've encountered me in a Tesco. Although admittedly, it's a Tesco Extra. Uh, one of the bigger Tesco supermarkets that has all kinds of extra services. Uh, but I'm pretty sure they don't have a bar. Although, of course, they do have a an off-license. Uh, an off-license, uh, what do you call it? Uh, beer and uh, alcoholic drinks uh, foundry. What's a foundry? It's foundry the right world. Probably not. I could say section, but I wanted to say something more poetic. Uh, words. Uh, there's no point just trolling around boring old words uh, when your people are tuning in to hear nice proper words and original words and words that sound like poetry. Is this, after all, the land of saints and scholars and poets and politicians and all sorts of crap? So let's have a bit of flowery language. Let's say things like uh, foundry uh, rather than uh, oh, the shelf behind the section there that's closed off until 10.30 in the morning and then they open it and people dash in and make a run for the beer and then they make a run for everything else and then they run out of the place to say I'm finished shopping here let me out of here this is a fucking supermarket it's not a place you go for leisure it's a place you go and get your uh, necessities and then you get the hell out of there anyway can I have a pint of your finest luggage please and the man behind the bar says certainly sir if you go up there up to the back of the shop over to the left a bit it's around there somewhere around that general region uh, this is a self-service supermarket uh, so if you don't mind I won't serve you uh, that's not to say you're not allowed to shop here I'm just saying what's that fucking hissing in my thing uh, is that my headphones I hope it is because if it is then you can't hear it uh, but if it's not then you can and uh, uh, the foreigner says uh, what are you going on about with your headphones I didn't come in for headphones I came in for luggage and the man behind the bar says ah would you stop her would you stop her with your crop with your crippity crappity crippity crappity crippity crappity crippity crappity crippity crappity crippity crappity crap and the foreigner says uh, well thank you very much for your help you've been a great help uh, haven't you and the man behind the bar says uh, you're not usually in these stories you're usually just listening to them uh, what are you doing here and the foreigner says well I'm in the country for a day or two visiting so I thought I'd appear in one of the stories for a change instead of just listening to them from the other side of the world and a great night is had by all remember we value the opinions of you the humble and ignorant listener email studio at intoyourhead.com follow Neil at twitter.com slash intoyourheadpod and pretend to like him at facebook.com slash into your head podcast. Are you a cat or do you know somebody who might be? Then tell yourself about Matchstick Cats. Neil's webcomic. Brand new episodes at intoyourhead.com. Nuts.
That's what they called him. They called him Big Steve. And just for once, just for a change, my uh, oh, my bringing up of monkey nuts is not completely irrelevant to the world at this point uh, because monkey nuts were in the news over the weekend. And not uh, monkey nuts were in the news. Uh, there was a brand of monkey nuts taken off a supermarket shelf because they didn't contain the mandatory warning may contain traces of nut. Uh, so where they were taken down, the government said uh, that may contain traces of nut and so it may we we contain traces of nut too uh, but we're not being sold on the supermarket shelf so that's okay uh, but your product is your product is on the shelf and uh, it's being put on the shelf like a like an abandoned uh, an abandoned uh, oh some others buddy the cat uh, no like an abandoned uh, what you call it you know one of them spinsters who's sitting there on the shelf uh, sitting on the shelf uh, but no in the retail world when you put something on the shelf it's not being abandoned it's just on the shelf waiting to be sold and there's all sorts of product managers there ready to take it down if it goes out of date or anything or take take the appropriate action uh not if we do that with if we do that with the human world uh, we might things might work better instead of having people age and be left on the shelf uh let's uh just produce enough people to meet demand and supply uh, let's uh, let's put a retail manager in charge of uh, Maybe, is that what they do in China? I think it is. They have some sort of product retail stock manager in charge of people. And he says, oh, we have enough people for now. You can only uh, create one person per couple because uh, we don't want to have too many people on the shelf 20 years from now uh, sitting there on the shelf uh, going out of date and aging because then we have to put them in the special offers reduced section. And we have to put a sign on them saying, uh, this product expires today. Buy it today and use it. Uh, use it to death. Uh, oh no, I can't be having that. I can't be having that crap. Uh, anyway, oh no, monkey nuts were in the news. So it's a momentous day for this podcast where I mention monkey nuts all the time and usually it's irrelevant. Uh, but no, it's not irrelevant today. Monkey nuts are high. They're as relevant as they ever were. In fact, more so. They're more relevant today uh, than they ever were. Uh, well, they're even more relevant, I suppose, over the weekend. But no, maybe they're a little less relevant now. Now, uh, were more relevant. They reached their peak of relevancy over the weekend when they were in the news. I think it was probably Friday. Is that the weekend? Uh, well, I say it's the weekend because it's the end of the week. It's the end. That's an R.E.M. song. It's the end of the week as we know it. It's the end of the week as we know it. End of the week as we know it. And I feel fine. I feel fine. Oh, it's the end of the week as we know it. As a matter of fact, as it happens, it's 10am on a Monday morning. Uh, so it's not the end of the week at all. It's not the end of the week at all, but let's pretend it is until the beginning of the week passes and then it'll be the middle of the week and then we'll be used to it and then we can look forward to the real end of the week, uh, which is Friday. Ah, uh, there we go. Because uh, the one thing you don't want to think about on a Monday is the fact that it's Monday. So let's not think about the, the fact that it's a Monday. Another, oh, another dregs of the week uh, to get going and get us bugged down in Monday-ish. Monday-ness. Uh, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. I've achieved a lot already this week. I've already put on the two loads of washing. Uh, I've put a chicken in the oven. Uh, if an alarm goes off in this show, it just means the chicken 
chicken is ready. It's ready to be removed from the oven and chopped up. Uh, various parts assigned to my six cats and various parts assigned to myself and my wife. Uh, and then the rest, uh, well, there won't be any rest. There'll be no remainders at all. There's no wastage goes on with chicken in this house, I can tell you. We don't believe in waste. Well, we believe it exists. We just don't. Uh, we don't believe it's something we should aspire to. In fact, we should act actively aspire. Well, I do as the household manager. I, I uh, actively aspire to avoid wastage in all its hideous forms. Uh, wastage is one of the most hideous things in this world. Every time you waste a part of a chicken, a cat in Ethiopia goes hungry and has to go and eat a dead child or something, according to Bob Geldof, anyway. And if Bob Geldof says it's true, then I trust the man. He's one of my own fellow countrymen, uh, Bob Geldof being the fella from the Boomtown Rats who did the Band-Aid and the Live-Aid and the Farm-Aid and all the other aids. Uh, oh, he's responsible for all of these aids through the 80s and 90s. Uh, he's a great man. He's got hair. Uh, he's got a guitar. Uh, he plays... Uh, oh, he did a Monday song, didn't he? He did Tell Me What I Don't Like Mondays. Tell Me What I Don't Like Mondays. I'm going to shoot the whole day down and people are going to shoot people too because that song was about shooting people it was about a school shooting he said I'm going to shoot people with my gun uh, well don't worry this is just a song commemorating the time when someone else shot people with a gun he wasn't announcing his own intention to shoot people with a gun uh, people who shoot people with guns generally don't announce in songs Eminem does it sometimes but that's why we know he's not being serious people if he was really going to shoot people with a gun, he wouldn't announce it in some rap song. He wouldn't say, I'm going to shoot you, you bitch. I'm going to... That's an Eminem song. Uh, that's pretty much every Eminem song. He goes, I'm going to shoot you, you bitch. I'm going to shoot you, you bitch. I'm going to shoot you, you bitch. You're an ignorant witch. I'm going to shoot you, you bitch. You're an ignorant witch. And then Dido chimes in sometimes with a nice little girly chorus. He goes, I'm going to shoot you, you bitch. You're an ignorant witch. And Dido goes, ah, I'm going to shoot you, you bitch. You're an ignorant witch. Ah, please don't shoot me. I'm going to shoot you, you bitch. You're an ignorant witch. Ah, I'm Dido. Please don't shoot me. Shoot you, you bitch. You're an ignorant which and then he does a thing about his mother or his uh, ex-wife or something anyway once upon a time there was a dog a dog and uh, it's funny you should mention a dog because uh, it had some into your head listeners and friends over from america last weekend and they brought up a conversation how when I first got this new microphone, uh, I used to enjoy saying the word dog into it. And uh, it probably sounds a bit weird to you, the listener, because you don't hear the attraction. Because uh, the way the sound is processed before I upload it. But when I'm listening to this on my headphones and I hear myself go dog, it sounds very satisfying. Uh, it's very deep. And uh, it's in my big huge headphones into my ears ear here I can go a dog once upon a time there was a dog uh, 
it's very satisfying. It's very dissatisfying when I listen back to their processed uh, sound, though, because it doesn't sound like that. You don't get the benefit of my enjoyment. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with me enjoying bits of my own show more than you do. It's my show. I put all the work into it. Why shouldn't I get more out of it than you do? Uh, but no, I can see your point. I can see your point. Anyway, uh, once upon a time, there was a dog... A dog, and the dog was walking along the street, uh, happily minding its own business. Uh, not a, not a, not a business from uh, human sense. No, no, dogs don't run businesses. Although they are used in many businesses. You have businesses that use dogs. You have all sorts of businesses that use dogs, uh, such as, for example, uh, restaurants in some countries use dogs. They put them, they grind them up, and put them in. Uh, oh, they put them in some sort of a paste. They used to make curries or whatever they make. I don't know. I don't know the exact details. In fact, I don't know any details at all. Uh, this is all hearsay and probably well, uh, well under researched hearsay. It's probably, it's probably not even true at all. Uh, so anyway, the dog. This dog. This, is, this dog was minding its own business. Uh, was walking along the street, uh, wagging its tail, sniffing everything it came across, and uh, looking out for traffic. It's a dog with a bit of road sense. That's the kind of dog you want. You want a dog with a bit of road sense. He doesn't go wandering out in front of cars. Uh, no, no. Uh, this dog, though, uh, nobody wanted it. It was a homeless dog. Uh, well, it had a home, but its home was a ditch somewhere. It didn't have a. It didn't belong to a human home. And uh, no, it was wandering along like the littlest hobo on that children's television program or Lassie. Do you people have the littlest hobo? or Lassie or Skippy the Kangaroo. Uh, Skippy the Kangaroo wasn't a dog, but it was from the same... Ah, the same genre of children's programming that was on when I was a child. Uh, it was always either a dog or a kangaroo or a dolphin or a whale. There was Flipper as well. And they were always involved in uh, adventures whereby people got rescued and all sorts of things happened. The beachcombers as well. That wasn't one of them though. That was more about uh, some sort of beachcombing community. I don't think there was any animal as the star of that but it was very similar. In that. It was one of those uh, children's dramas uh, they don't have them anymore. Children only watch drawings now. They watch moving drawings. Uh, you have to draw a picture for them and then change the drawing every uh, 50 times every millisecond just to keep them entertained and put in some strobe lighting as well because they want the risk of death while they're in there. Uh, no, no, you can't be shown. Uh, children have no interest in kangaroos or dogs anymore. Anyway, uh, this dog. Uh, and apologies to any children listening who aren't interesting, interested in dogs. Dog stories. Uh, this aforementioned dog was walking along the street, as I say, minding his own business. And then he came across a hole in the road, a big hole, about uh, eight feet wide, although the dog had no sense of measurement. Although I could tell it was a big hole, because it knows about, uh, it knows what's big. It just doesn't necessarily have the word big going through its mind while they're thinking about it. For say, oh Christ, that's a big hole. I wonder what's down there. And he decides, uh, will I go and have a look at it? I will. And he goes and has a look at it. And he does. He looks into the hole and he looks down and down and down. I uh, can see for miles, just like the Who in that song. I can see for miles and miles. I can see for miles and miles. 
I can see for miles and miles and miles. That's a song by The Who. And not to be confused with Miles Tidal out of the Static Radio podcast with Bob Lament, uh, one of the oldest podcasts in America. Uh, no, no, not that Miles, a different Miles. Uh, but no, uh, where was I? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, good morning. Support the podcastual arts at no cost to you. Just click through the Amazon link at intoyourhead.com whenever you go shopping for anything, even if you use Amazon UK or Canada. We'll take your weird foreign money here. We're not proud. Just visit intoyourhead.com and click on the appropriate Amazon banner. Intoyourhead.com Sit, Bowsy. Sit. Good cat.